Hey, hey besties. besties! Welcome back to another episode. We are sitting here with our pad thai. Literally, that's what I got. We're sitting here with our Thai Express. I got pad thai. Not sponsored. Once Not sponsored. <laughs> are we shocked? Um, I'm honestly pretty tired. Just did an endurance ride and I taught today. Hill worked all day. So sorry if our voices sound tired. But we'll make it through. I think we're going to be fine. We're I think gonna we're going to be great. Fine. We have such a good episode lined up yeah, for you. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm so excited. In case you were wondering. Well, they'll know by the title. But let me introduce it anyway. Okay, introduce it. We're talking about three of our mottos. So these are just You made things. that? Like, that was so anticlimactic. <laughs> it was like, we have the best episode. We're talking about three mottos. <laughs> okay. Who asked? Um... <laughs> <laughs> no one. <laughs> Literally no one. Um, when I posted on our Instagram account being like, send us episode suggestions. No one did. Ghost town. Literally not one person. So guys, if you're listening, can you actually please give us something? something anything. <laughs> Literally anything. Yeah, today we're going to be telling you three of our quote unquote finger quote life mottos. Um, some of these I feel like we actually say all the time and some of them is just like we believe in them and we kind of like think about them every once in a while i also feel like as soon as like we hit upload on this episode i'm gonna think of like three really Really good good ones ones. yeah whoa we're so in sync today (laughs) that's the third time we've done that in the past 20 minutes Uh, amazing all right so am i going first or are Mm -hmm. you no you're going first. okay so my first motto that i don't say it often but i really believe it and i think i've exhibited it exhibited embody it i'm just gonna stop um (laughs) that is protect your peace um i feel like mostly i think about this with friendships um and trying to leave individuals who have in the past just like made me so sad i went through many 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 years of tears Oh, girl, With friends. And I would call my mom every day. Crying. Yeah. But then you know what the problem is? You call your mom and you tell your mom and then your mom starts to hate them too. And my mom's not like a mean person. She doesn't hate them as individuals. She hates how they've treated me. And Mm -hmm. I've obviously also done negative things to people as well. But then if you try to go back and be friends with them again, she's like, uh, sorry, where? What? Like, excuse me? So, yeah, that's kind of... Um, the issue with telling your mom things, but I still tell her everything. Anyways, um, yeah, I just think that I'm finally at a place, and I've said this before, where I surround myself with people that I really, really, really care about and love and cherish, and so, um, I think just protecting your peace, um, helps you do better. I think it just, like, I don't wake up feeling, like, sad and thinking about who's mad at me or who's not mad at me. Like, literally the other day, Hill and I... We're texting, and I was at work, so I was, like, not answering super fast, and we were talking about podcast episodes, and this topic in particular that we were discussing can be kind of controversial, and she just, like, started sending paragraphs, and then I was answering, and ended up, our texts were so aggressive, and so aggressive. I was sitting there like, why is she getting so mad? And she was sitting there like, why is she getting so defensive? And it was like this thing. And I was like, hey, what the heck? Like, I need to, I was going to be done work in 15 minutes. So I just stopped answering so I could like actually type out a response and be like, I'm sorry if I said something and you read it wrong or if I typed something wrong. Mm-hmm. But like, 
And then literally as I press send, she FaceTimes me. She goes, yeah. are we okay? Are we mad at <laughs> each other? Is this her first fight? <laughs> so I feel like things like that where it's like, it was so open and honest. And she was just like, no, this is what I meant. And I said, oh, I misunderstood that. And this is what I meant. Literally, no one was mad to begin with. But mm-hmm. even we didn't go for six hours thinking one person was but mad because the other so person easily turned into a big argument when yeah. it was honestly just us being idiots. Like I fully was typing without reading her messages. So Which then it I you like, said that, and I'm like, don't really understand how one does that. Like they're in front of you. No, because like I was <laughs> typing and like you were just looking at your keyboard, <laughs> and I wasn't like, and then the texts were kind of coming in, but I wasn't like. Re- like I wasn't reading your messages I was just typing but why that is what texting so, is <laughs> I also have this horrible habit of instead of like sending everything in one message I send yeah. it in multiple so because of that like she was sending a message but because I was still in the process of writing it out I wasn't stopping yeah. to read and then like edit my answer I was just sending it so it looked like sometimes my answers were in reply to what she had sent and I was completely like ignoring her yeah, I was comments. like I literally just said that that wasn't what I meant and then she's like and then like two texts later I'd be like going back up to reply to what she had previously said anyways so I read my text conversations where like you needed to just pause and just call each other and be like what is happening and also texting like for topics that aren't very like for most things texting's fine but there are certain things that just like text is not it anyways my whole point is that I was, I've had so many friendships where people have ignored each other for hours on end because they're quote unquote mad or because they think the other person's mad and it just creates this super toxic environment. And I just think it's mm-hmm. so, so important to protect your peace in every aspect of your life. But I think specifically with people because that can get really negative really mm-hmm. quickly. I agree. And I think like if you really love someone and, and you care about them, it's easy to start building a narrative for yourself when you're thinking that like you're in a fight or something like that, especially when hours go by and you don't really resolve it. That narrative keeps building and building and building. And then you work, or at least for me, I work myself up and I'm like... And there's resentment. Exactly. And I have like a full blown out argument in my head instead of like actually talking to the person. So when you really care about someone and you love them, if you just take a moment, breathe and just like literally be like what is happening right now let's just pause and go back because this is not how I envision this conversation to go but I also think that like when you do have these relationships where you are doing everything you can to really do that and Mm -hmm. take time if that person is still making you yeah if they're not reciprocating it's not it and I'm totally in favor of you know I've done it many times completely cutting people out of my life and it's really 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 hard to do and it's been the best decision of my life every single time and I'm in such a good place when it comes to friendships I don't text anybody anymore I don't contact anybody anymore who does not completely reciprocate it want Mm -hmm. to make plans try to make plans themselves like it's just much better now and I think also doesn't like enhance your life you know sometimes people like just their presence in your life is a big negative cloud, whether they're yeah. sucking energy from you or just creating drama. Yeah. When instead you fill your time and like you dedicate your energy to relationships that help build you up and help like, for example, our friendship and our friendship with our fellow like ladies who did training with us, like it was so supportive. Mm-hmm. We were always building each other up. Yeah. Like whenever one of us was vulnerable, like we were there to kind of, you know, help each other get through that. And sometimes 
not all relationships are like that. Like sometimes people hide things yeah. or manipulate situations. And I think I commend you for having the ability to kind of know when you've reached that limit because yeah. it is such a hard thing to do. I it's think so hard. Breakups, but it whether... goes it goes back to boundaries. You have mm-hmm. to you have to set them. You have to protect your peace because mm-hmm. if you don't, it's only gonna affect you, not the other person. Yeah. Love it. That's <laughs> By the way, you guys, Kira just did like a little mm, like we are done. As if you're like as if anybody knows what that means. I did like the little Hello. Like, like the little um in music when it's like and stop. Yeah. That's my like, you mom's know, like, probably like people are like that's called a conductor. Conductor. When the conductor goes and quiet, that's what I just did. Okay. Except I did not take the cue. We're are we still gonna going. do mine now? Yes. Or are you gonna? Okay. I was gonna stop in between, but we don't have to. Let's we do yours. I am ready. Okay, my turn. So, my first motto that I want to talk about is something that I finish every single spin class with, and it's something that I genuinely do believe in. Um, I mean, all of the things I'm going to talk about, I believe in. But like, this, this is one, one that I don't really believe in, but I'm going to tell you anyways because <laughs> it makes me like good. <laughs> um, it's lead with gratitude. I love just, I love the idea of gratitude. I love being grateful for things. It's one of those things that like, I don't know, it fills my cup. It makes me foreshadowing. (laughs) Hint, hint. That was actually so funny for no reason. No reason whatsoever. I I think think we're overtired and we're just being cringy at this point. But you know what, you guys? Thank you for sticking it out with us because you are troopers. I don't think we're cringy. I think we're amazing. Mm -hmm. Maybe that should be one of my mottos. Be Uh (laughs) self-confident. Okay. Lead with gratitude. Tell us. So I think like the five-minute journal, one of the things... Like one of the key things that I love about it is the fact that it asks you what three things you're grateful for each day. And that habit is so important because I feel like, especially if you are a type A person, I call myself a type A B because in different settings, I'm type A. Like if I'm surrounded by a type of like type B's, I'm a type A. If I'm surrounded by type A's, I'm type B. I don't know if this is like an actual thing, but that's just so how I just I making identify. shit up. <laughs> this is how I identify. So in my type A moments, I find I'm so focused on like I need to do this, I need to do that, like I need this, I need that. And I almost need to take a moment and just be like, okay but where am I in this space? What have I overcome so far? What do I have right now? So at the end of every class, I love just finishing it off with gratitude, being grateful for what we have accomplished, how far we've come. Regrounds you. It does. It really does. Because in that moment, especially in that moment where you're like, you just did an intense track, you're still feeling your heart rate inside your chest, just beating. You're still a little pukey, a little breathless. <laughs> Kira's face right now, she's like, mm, can't relate. <laughs> oh, I can relate. I can relate. I just wouldn't have used that terminology, <laughs> but I know the feeling. <laughs> okay, fine. A little nauseating. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's just nice to just take it all back to those moments in class where you were like, oh God, I can't do this. This yeah. is too hard. And it's just being grateful for how far you've come and knowing that you're going to be okay. I feel like 
I have those moments at such random points in classes. I kind of just like, I'll look out at our riders and I just am kind of like, it's usually in a track that I'm really vibing to, but that I'm not super gassed in, like a track that I'm feeling good in. And cause I'm not focusing on anything else, but like fully the room. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh my God, like, I can't believe that right now I am doing this. And I usually have that moment once every couple of classes where I'm like, this is my job. Like I'm up this here, like I'm helping our incoming trainees. Like this is like, this is like, how did I get here? And I just have this moment that I'm like, and I'll usually be like, oh, like I'll usually say something on the mic and be like, yeah, I don't know. I can't even articulate it. It's just, it's I just like look out feeling. and I smile at them and I'm like, I'm doing what I love and you guys are pushing yourselves and it's just so cool. But what I was going to say is recently these like little things last night, I literally said before I went to bed, I wouldn't call myself religious at all, but I, before I went to sleep, I said, God, please make there be sun tomorrow. Please just give me some sun. And it's so funny because yesterday was beautiful. It's not like we've had not sun, but I was just like, give me some sun. I was just like, I need it. So sunny and nice. I wake up. It literally rained today, babe. Oh, but anyways, you've well, obviously been inside. Yeah, it was sunny when, when I, you went to work, and then when I came home. So when I woke up and I walked to the coffee shop this morning to work, um, I walked out of my house and there was sun, and I locked my door and I said, "Oh, thank you for the sun." And I feel like recently, especially I think because we're coming out of winter, I've been appreciating the sun so much even if it's cold Mm -hmm. and this is actually a funny story that I told someone and I don't know if it was you but I guess we'll tell them I was walking and it was like one of our first warmer days and it Mm -hmm. was sunny and I just decided to go on a walk and I literally oh my god I closed my eyes to walk while I was walking to feel the sun on my face I closed my eyes and I tripped I tripped while practicing gratitude and I was just like closing my eyes and I was like, oh, thank you. If like that is feels not so like good. the biggest F you. Literally, the world the universe, was like. The universe is no, like, mm, no, hun, no, try harder. This isn't for you, actually. <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with you. It's Be not because you asked for it. I literally was like, mm, this sun feels so good. Like, I'm just in such a good mood. Trip. Thankfully, I didn't fall. didn't get hurt. But I was just like, geez, like this really. <laughs> You're like, really? Really. Really. So anyways, I feel like you can practice it in so many aspects of your life. back to why this is important to me. (laughs) Literally, we went into this being like, we're both going to talk about each motto. We're just both coming up in three. It has nothing to do with you. Get over yourself. Okay, ma'am. I feel like I'm on FaceTime. We're on FaceTime with Kyle right now. Okay, back to me. Enough about you. I know. Every time. Are you done talking? Because I need to say something. Every time Kira is over when I'm talking to my fiance, she's just like, Kyle, shh, I'm speaking. I was talking about you. Me? Yes. No. Yeah. Yesterday, Never. Yesterday what? he was playing music and you were like, can you literally turn that off? I can't think. <laughs> and, then, and then he was talking and you were like, be quiet. Kira's talking. I Yes, and he hung up because oh, we were making fun of him. Anyways, we did, yeah. I like that. Good one. <laughs> no, do you I'm have not anything done else yet. To say? I do. Oh, you just you could went, go on forever. You went on like a full minute and a half tangent. This is seven about. minutes, so that's one minute for me, <laughs> six for you, babe. <laughs> Who's the tangent on now? Guys, do you see this? She's not even letting me talk about why gratitude is important to me. You already told us why. 
recently <laughs> so recently i've just been feeling really down in the dumps and <laughs> once again poor choice of words i've just been feeling really down okay it has a lot to do with burnout and a lot to do with just my relationship with medicine right now um, i thought you were gonna say with Oh my god, no, he's awesome. I love him. But um oh so I find like a lot of days I just lose sight of all the little things that I used to appreciate. Like for example, waking up in a place where I'm not like treaching through mountains of snow to get to like you don't understand, like living in the East Coast sucks because like it's windy, it's snowy, the weather's awful. Like, yeah, there's a little bit of wind here. But like, no girl, it's not the same. And like the weather here has been so lovely. Like it's so nice and everything is so close. It's walking distance. Like I just appreciate all those things. And the fact that like, I'm finally living somewhere that like, ugh, I make it sound so mean, but like I always, always dreamed of moving back to Ontario. So like, it's just like, wow, I finally made it here. Like I accomplished that goal or like I finally made it to this point in my life. I accomplished that. I did that. All the hard work that I did that got me to this point. I just found like recently I've lost sight of all those things. And I really fell out of the practice of doing gratitude and being grateful for every single step of the journey and all the little things that add up in your day to make your day so amazing at the end of it like the fact that you woke up and had an amazing cup of coffee or the fact that you went for a walk and it was sunny and you didn't fall and you didn't fall like all those beautiful things or you had an encounter with someone and they were so nice and gave you so much energy and light like you just it's so easy to let the negative stuff kind of cloud in and to let all of the thoughts of self-doubt and imposter syndrome and all the other kinds of negative vibes kind of creep in and take away gratitude and happiness and all the positive, good, mushy feelings that you can get at the end of the day. So it's been really important to me recently, more so than ever before. And now I'm done talking. Great. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was beautiful. Thank you. On to me now. Kira's turn. Kira's turn. All right. So my second motto that um, is kind of similar to yours, so I feel like it's a good segue, um, is enjoy now. And mm. I think my – it's very basic reasoning for this. It's not something I think about all the time. But just when I'm – I kind of was talking to someone today um, and I was like, when I – I'm done school, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do that, and then while I'm doing this, this is going to be my side gig, and then while, when I move to doing that full-time, this okay, is going to be my is side gig. to a T. Like, and I was just going on and on and on, and I was like, at this age, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to have this much money, and it's just like, take a freaking breath, yeah. because then I walked back to get my stuff, and then I came out, and I was like, you know what, like, I'm really happy right now, like... I'm going into the summer with a solid job that I've had for years and the fact that I'm even working at the studio is like literally a dream come true. Why can't I just appreciate this moment instead of thinking about what I'm going to be doing in 10 years and I just think for so many years, for my entire life, I've always planned kind of until the end of university. Like I've always planned to getting to the end of university and then now that I'm here, I'm like, okay, well, now I need to plan the next 20 years. And the reality is, is like, no, I don't. I know what I'm still do. I still know what I'm doing for the next four years of my life. I still have it planned out. And even that's kind of ridiculous. It's just kind of like 
the ending of my 20-year plan that I created for myself. And so I just, it's really, this one's really about just like take a deep breath and enjoy where you are. Enjoy the fact that you're in fourth year and you have one exam and you have this time and I'm doing um, the Canadian securities course just for fun because I think it's important to learn about your income and your money and I have time and it's just like appreciate the people that aren't going to be here next year and appreciate getting coffee with them and look at them when they're talking to you and appreciate your job and don't think about how many or how little classes you have and how perfect your playlist is and how you want to be doing more and you want to do this and that like just take a breath and just like appreciate it so that's kind of what I've been feeling thing is like you back in October was like no like once I make it to podium then I'm gonna be happy exactly then everything's gonna be okay and I am so similar to you in that regards because all of my life I was like oh once I get into med school everything's gonna be fine okay med school done once I get into residency everything's gonna be fine and now I'm like once I'm done residency everything's gonna be fine but girl literally never never you're always going to have that next milestone and And I think that's really good like that shows drive and motivation and I think that's so important but just like if you never stop to smell the roses what if one day you wake up and they're all wilted like what are you gonna go so dramatic of you Holy crap. Are you surprised though? Like, no, but like, what the hell? <laughs> I just came up with that. No, you didn't, babe. Yeah, did. Everybody's been saying that for really? the past 40 years. Okay, yes. I feel like no. Hillary, okay, after we do this little segment, you're going to Google that. That is, listen, stop I and smell the roses, babe. Okay, yeah, but like the wilted part, that was all me. Okay, anyways. Yeah, I think the reality is, is you and I are both very hardworking and we're both very driven and that's an amazing quality. But it's also good to take a breath, practice gratitude, and just mm-hmm. enjoy the moment because we work so hard to be where we are and it's it's not for nothing. Mm-hmm. So well said. She's like, now I need to Google this because of what the hell. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I can't wait <laughs> to prove you wrong. All right, let's see, let's see. Piggybacking off of what Kira just said, my next motto is only time will tell. And really quick backstory here. So last year, 2022, um, waiting for basically in Canada, when you finish your uh, medical school program thing, you have to do postgraduate training before you can actually become like a full licensed doctor. So you graduate, you have the DR in front of your name, you're a doctor, but you cannot actually care for people until you do postgraduate training, which we call residency programs. So when you finish your medical school, you apply to these jobs through this online magical portal, this computer algorithm that matches you to something. So basically, I felt like my life was in the hands of some kind of computer algorithm. And I was so anxious, so stressed out. And if I could go back to that time and tell that version of me that everything is going to be fine, it's all going to work out, I don't think she would have believed me. Because in hindsight, that is what everyone was saying to me, that it is all going to work out and things are going to be fine and you just have to give it time. You have to be patient. So that's really stuck with me recently because of that, because of that experience. And now I can sit here and be like, you know what? Like, I am happy. I was miserable last year. I was in such a bad place. But now I'm surrounded by people that make me feel so loved. I get to work for a studio that I used to dream of working at. Like, I would 
like go on social media and creep the instructors and be like, wow, they are amazing. Like, I want to be that confident. I want to look that cool. And I would always use them, that people at that studio as like my point of reference. And now I get to be that person. I get to be the, like forming these relationships with people that I would admire. And I'm living in a place that I dreamed of moving to. Well, not this exact location, but this province when I was younger. And I think about all the cool things that I've accomplished to date. And time is what showed me that it is possible and that um, the things that I was worried about and things that I thought would never work out, time is what eventually showed me that it will. So I fully, fully think that if you are where I was last year, or there's a version of you right now that's like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I don't know if things are going to be okay. Just trust, trust the process. Trust that time will help all the key parts, all like the key chess pieces, whatever. It'll help it fall into place. And opportunities and things that you could have never imagined were possible can come your way and you could be put in a position in a life in something that you could not have even imagined to be possible and it'll make you so happy and you'll feel so incredible so only time will tell only time will tell also you guys kira was like i'm gonna try not to interrupt you and look she did it okay. i was sitting here like rasping snaps, snaps for kira i was sitting here like holding my mic so far from my mouth so i wouldn't be tempted to speak no i 100 percent agree with everything i think time also heals all wounds i think mm -hmm. time for grieving time for relationship friendship losses time for everything it just it always it does help and I know it sounds so cliche but it really does matter so it does. I love it all right Hill and I just had about an eight minute laugh session <laughs> about way too many things um but my third and final motto is you can do hard things I talk about this literally every single class the writers are probably like okay we know that you think this get new stuff yeah like come up with something new babe I just can't so I'm gonna continue using you can do hard things we can do hard things I can do hard things um I don't know exactly where this came from it honestly was probably my mom because I feel like I've been hearing it for a long time I didn't like read it somewhere but essentially I've just always kind of had that in my head and I've always use that as like a motivating thing and I feel like but whether it be training or school or anything that I'm finding challenging I just always try and remind myself of that I find myself telling myself that a lot whether it's literally like during a ride or I don't know doing random things um and it's become really important to me and I kind of really feel that it's so true and that you kind of can put yourself in these situations, but if you're never actually challenging yourself and pushing yourself, you're not going to grow. And you have to be willing to make yourself uncomfortable and to put yourself in those situations in order to grow. And in those moments are when you're going to have to tell yourself, like, even though this is hard, you can do this. So yeah. I've really been feeling that and so much so that I actually have a book written about it which you don't know, it's a children's book, so it's low-key, like, 27 pages, like, it's not, it's, like, literally what? nothing, um, yeah, I always said I wanted to write a book, and I kind of just did it as a passion project, I've put it on pause, because That's it's, so like, cool. I was doing way too many things, but I really just wanted to have a book that I could read to my own class, um, that had my name on it, so I'm still figuring out publishing and stuff, you know, it's, like, $5,000 to publish a book, especially when no one knows your name, so... 
I know your name. You know my name. So anyways, my kind of thought process, and I really want to be a writer, an author, as one of my side passion projects, one of the hundreds of thousands of things I want to do. Um, But I wrote this book for kind of like all inspired by all of these students who I've taught over the years. And I've honestly spent the past five or six years telling these students you can do hard things, whether it's at swimming or in classrooms or whatever it is, putting them to bed, like being like, you're scared, but you can do hard things. Like that is just what I've been telling my students for so, so long. And so I kind of took all of these little aspects of being kids and times that I've told them that they can do something hard, literally tying their shoes, zipping up their jackets, um, and put it into a book. And every single line that I have reminds me of one student or one child that I've interacted with. And it's really sweet, but my goal is to have that published and then to write a book for adults also called You Can Do Hard Things. That's about kind of the second half of my life about instructing about everything that I accomplish and hopefully do that in the future. So, I think that's definitely inspired by my mom and my dad who are like literally the epitome of like hardworking people um, and who are always doing things that scare them. Literally my mom's like New Year's goals for this year was to like try new things and I don't remember exactly the wording on it but it's kind of that like do hard things. She's putting herself in these uncomfortable but fun positions. She joined a choir. She has a music degree. She's a singer. She joined a choir, like, and you know what? It was just, like, a fun activity that she did with a friend, and then she's doing line dancing with her best friend. That's Literally, so how cute. Sweet. I'm going to make so much fun of her, but, like, but it's actually so cute. Happy, yeah, she? she's so cute. So, just, like, putting yourselves in those positions, and maybe you're going to find something you love, and even if you're doing line dancing and you think you look like an idiot, which, mm-hmm. honestly, they probably will, and I love them both to death. The important thing is, like, the people... Do you know who Brene Brown is? Of course. Love her. Of course. So Maybe, it, do you think it came from her? Doesn't she have a book, We Can Do Hard Things? She I does. think That's my mom mind. probably got it from her and I got it from my mom. So the reason... Because I've read that book. It's so good. And yeah. she has, like, everything that you were talking about, it just reminded me of that. She talks about how um, it's easy for the people in the stands to judge. Yes, but, but not when you're face down in the arena. Exactly. 100%. So, you know what? The people that are going to be like, haha, she's doing line dancing, their opinion doesn't matter. It's even like this with the podcast. Like, we were like, oh, are people going to judge? And then we kind of were like, you know what? Who cares? Like, we have so much fun doing this. Yeah, and honestly, probably half the people who are like, a podcast really want to start their own podcast and are 100%. nervous too and don't feel like they can talk about things. So, Yeah, I just think putting yourself in those uncomfortable positions and telling yourself that you can do something hard, something challenging, something scary. It doesn't have to be physically hard to be hard. It can be anxiety-provoking for you. It can be challenging. It can be anything. But, like, just telling yourself that you can do it and really showing yourself you can do that Mm -hmm. builds that for the future. So, anyways, now I better write some books because everybody knows. I'm waiting. (laughs) I'm waiting for you to send me the children's book to read. I can send you the Word document. But I need an illustrator, so if anybody's a really good drawer... No, I'm horrible. Yeah, I was going to say, there's absolutely (laughs) no way you're drawing stick people all over my book. Anyways, Hill, tell us what your last one is. Okay, so my last one is fill your own cup first. That was the foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. Thank you for... (laughs) I just wanted to make sure they connected the dots. (laughs) Kira literally draws the line for you. That's so, the first line of our stick person. <laughs> Literally, what am I saying? Okay, you just talked. I totally I'm holding that, though. I'm, I'm holding the mic away from my mouth again. So. Kira's like, this is how I'm going to cope right now. Um, so I think 
Filling your own cup first for me is a hard thing to do. Primarily because I think the profession I'm in, it comes across as very selfish to prioritize your own well-being. I know we are living in 2023 where times are very different. I just want to specify that you mean medicine. Oh, thank you. So yes. that they know that. Yes, yes, I mean medicine. Um, my other, like, being a spin instructor, that community is so different than the medical community. Literally the most supporting ever. Like, if I come into the studio, go into our team room in the back, sit down, and they ask me how I'm doing, and I say, I'm not okay, no one is going to judge me. Like, it's literally going to be, like, hugs, like, oh, no, what's going on? How can I support you? Like, uplifting. If I go into work and I say I'm not okay, <laughs> that's too bad, sis. You're still going to do a 12-hour day. Like, oh, well. Oh, no, you didn't sleep well over the weekend? Oh, that sucks. Okay, here's a list of patients for you to see now. And, like, I don't, I don't want to paint it in a negative light either, but I'm just saying that... It's been really hard for me to set those boundaries and to learn to prioritize myself. And it's made my relationship with medicine feel kind of strained recently because I'm coming to realization with a lot of the sides of it that I hadn't seen before. And I'm learning to create my own space within medicine that's going to hopefully inspire the future generation to move forward in a more healthy way because I don't think it's healthy to burn yourself out. I don't think it's healthy to make your life dedicated to just one specific thing and neglect your well-being. Like there are days where I have to stop and think like, have I peed today? And then I realize, no, like my like my stomach hurts. And then I go pee and I realize, wow, like that's not good. And I think like, have I had a drink of water? And I'm like, no, I'm probably in freaking pre-renal AKI. If you guys don't know what that is, Google it. Nobody knows what that is. <laughs> to my listeners who have a healthcare background, you guys are like, haha, funny. But you know what? Like the thing is though, you do have to be like, okay, well, within reason, you know, if you're dealing with like an acute trauma situation, you might not be able to be like, okay, pause. I'm just going to go have a little snacky snack and come back. But within reason, I think it's important to fill your own cup first. And especially so when you have the privilege of taking care of other people. Yeah, I was just going to say when you are in any profession that you need to be there for other people like how are you supposed to genuinely care about the person that you're caring for if all you can think about is the fact that you haven't eaten in 12 hours or all mm -hmm. like you just can't give people your full attention when no. you're that hungry that thirsty that dehydrated that exhausted like if it's just impossible sleepless like coming off of working just a little over 100 hours last week I sorry two weeks ago two weeks ago two weeks ago I was wondering why I wasn't feeling like myself and why like my regular compassionate empathetic side wasn't coming out and I came to realize like I am tired I haven't slept like how am I supposed to function at the regular level that I'm used to functioning if I have deprived my body of its basic needs if my entire sleep schedule is off like a hundred hours that's two full-time jobs and then some like if you look at it there's what like 160 something hours in a week i don't know something don't know. like that so if you're i just working, know normal work weeks are 40 40 so 
you were running right? double two and, and a half. And you know what? Like I'm in a like in a field in a niche of medicine that's not one of the worst ones. So if I am overworked, being I'm not gonna like say where I am, but right now, but like in this little niche of medicine, uh, I'm not doing family right now. I'm off service. I <laughs> just wanted to clarify. So how are people who are surgeons or in other fields doing? Because clearly they they must not be well either and we have to break the narrative we have to break the cycle that says you are weak if you need to function if you need to do the things that you need to do in order to survive doing more is not better it is not better and I'm not saying like be like no like I can only work 40 hours a week like I can't do any more than that or like refuse to do anything if you don't get an hour long break like I understand that's not always feasible in healthcare or in other fields of work but I'm just saying like things don't have to be a certain way like you should not be expected necessarily to be awake for 26 hours and function at an incredible <laughs> level. Just advocate for yourself, I feel 100%. like. 100%. Like, if you need to take a moment to pee, go do that. If you need to make sure that you are caffeinated, go do that. Because at the end of the day, especially if you are, if you are tasked with the privilege of being responsible for lives, like whether you Or are even, like, children, like children, if you're a mom. But still, like, like lives, tasked, yeah, yeah, feeding right? them, I guess. Like if you are a pilot... Anything, like, literally anything. anything. There's so many jobs. Even if you, like, just any profession, it's it doesn't even... No, because the way I think about it yeah. is if I was the one that was sick in the hospital bed, mm-hmm. do I want a cranky doctor no. who hasn't slept in three days, no. is exhausted, dealing with their own personal drama looking after me? No. Or do I want someone who's maybe a little bit more rested, has had lunch that day? For sure. Right? Or if you're a mom, like, you can't appreciate the time with your kids if you're just, like feel mm-hmm. so burnt out or if, if you're, you're a teacher even if even at our studio like if you are burnt out you can't give your riders the thing that they're paying for if you're working at no. a restaurant you can't give service that people are paying for no. like no matter what your job is I hope that you're passionate about yeah. it but you just have to make sure that you're filling your cup first or else you're just miserable and like yeah. honestly I, it, I don't want to sound rude in saying this but nobody wants to be around a miserable person no there's a difference no. between you know, supporting you, but 100%. you're not miserable all the time. No. You have bad days, but but that's normal. Right? Of course, like, of that's course, part of, being of course. Human. You're gonna have bad days, but you don't want to get yourself to a place where you're taking care of yourself so little that you just mm-hmm. can't function. Mm-hmm. And every because it's gonna deteriorate your relationships, everything. Like it's gonna just go downhill yeah. really quickly. And like, thank you, Kira, for bringing up the fact that this is applicable to any profession, whether. Like, honestly, being a mom is, like, a full-time job. It really, really is. I, Love I you, can't. <laughs> sorry, I hadn't said yeah. that yet, so I just <laughs> felt like I needed too. to. <laughs> I'm so sorry for all the drama that I've given you over the years. Um, but, yeah, and I just want to quickly say, like, I really do not mean to, like, criticize medicine and make anyone feel any type of way. I'm just literally speaking with my regarding my own experiences and the things that I am coming to terms with as I am now gifted with the responsibility of caring for people and um I and I do really see that as a privilege and I'm very thankful to be in this position I've worked my butt off to be here and on days where I'm like oh 
why I remind myself about that little girl that had a toy medical kit that she would carry around with her and like sweet talk her way into letting her uh, into like uh, examining her family members and pretending to be a little cute doctor and I just think about her and remember that I did it and I did that for her and all the little mundane things that make me feel frustrated they are all part of the journey 100 percent. it's all part of the journey so the time the story the gratitude the filling, filling your, your cup. own cup so you can enjoy your job you can enjoy the hard work you can do hard things and know that time will help solve all your I already issues said that one, babe. i didn't hear that one, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what else did been, we talk about what was my third one oh god i don't even remember you can do hard things enjoy now yeah enjoy now because you're doing hard things and you can do hard things okay mm-hmm. we're we're going this is too much <laughs> we will see you guys next week we have our march favorites episode yep, coming yep. out and then who knows what's after that so we'll talk to you guys soon i don't know what's next do you know what's next no okay love you That's my line. Okay, love you. Bye.